This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets, where Chris, this is exciting, on sale right now, prime chuck roast, only $7.99 a pound. I love the meat counter at Zupan's. Right, and it's stew time. Yes, so oh it's, yeah. it's time to do that. Yep. And I don't know if you've seen at the meat counter, the special blend of burger meat they have with, with brisket oh, and yes. chuck. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I had some of that. That is good. I enjoyed that. And I also love the pears. It's pear time. It's fall. And uh, they have Bartlett pears for $1.50 off. Uh, so they're $1.49 a pound right now. It's pretty great. You can find out all about this stuff, by the way. And we've been talking about this for years. These news feed, which you can sign up for at zoopants.com. The great deals of the week and occasionally where you come in and you get something for free. It's almost, it's more than occasionally. Yeah. It's almost, I, every time I walk into Zupans, I pull up my latest Zupans email mm-hmm. and I walk out with something of great value that's really tasty for nothing. They also got some great September wine specials. The uh, wine selection at your Zupans markets can never be beat. So uh, if you're looking for some special fall type wines, Zupans is the place to go. And I'm going to give a little shout out to the folks in Lake Oswego. Your bail, your Palisades Market is closing. I think your best option is to go down to Zupans now and Lake Lake Oswego. You got to do that. Three locations: one in Lake Oswego, West Burnside, McAdam, and always where Zupans.com. Here it is, time once again, Portland's Food Scene Podcast with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. I'm glad to be doing that. And just quickly on that note, Mm -hmm. Court Johnson from Kink.fm. That's right. um, Just want to point out we have an event on October 25th, Stone Soup, a Wildwood reunion dinner with Corey Schreiber, who was the original owner of Wildwood, Kena Flug, who was the last owner of Wildwood. Scott Dolich, who was there, and mm-hmm. Ryan Sankey, all of which have appeared on the podcast, and you can hear their episodes. So I try to make it relevant, and the cool thing is about these events is you can get to hear from the folks who are serving you the food beforehand. You get a 45-minute to an hour yeah. backdrop on them. So that's October 25th. You can find that at PortlandFoodAdventures.com. Thanks, everybody, for indulging me and letting you know. I always consider it a public service annou- announcement. It's because it is, Chris. It is. It is. And there's some extra certificates you'll get there. We reference them on our podcast all the time. So that being said, this is Feast Week, and it's exciting. It's like the Super Bowl week. Right. Oh, yeah, no, uh, people are in town. They've come from all over the country, if not the world. Right. All eyes are on Portland. Yeah, and and all palettes are on Portland. I was going to say all tongues are on Portland. I think pallets, pallets <laughs> feels more comfortable. Right. But so we thought it would be really fun to interview one of the key women behind the scenes yeah. at Feast Portland, one of the founders, mm-hmm. and also the founder, one of the founders of Little Green Pickle, Jenny Wong. Yeah. And I'm really happy that we're actually pronouncing that name correctly because it dawned on me the night before we did the uh, intro, this right. intro. Well, that I've only, everybody knows Jenny as Jenny. Right. And you see, I've certainly seen her name in print a zillion times. Right. But if you go look up the spelling of H-U-A-N-G, the pronunciation of H-U-A-N-G. You get a bunch of different uh, pronunciations. So we did that and I put it out there and I got nothing but wise-ass responses from people. Sure. And then Jenny wrote back finally after, you know, a little late. Yeah. um, She wrote back in 
email that said, ha ha. And I thought that was it with the email that she didn't pay attention to anything, but she had actually sent a video. Oh, that was the whole thing. Which I haven't reviewed yet, but this morning she pointed that out to me. Yeah. So we got that right. And I'm glad because it's embarrassing. So um, we did have an earlier vision of this podcast that had us discussing it. And we ended up with the wrong pronunciation. Right. That being said, no one wants to hear that, but they want to hear. They want to hear the podcast with Janie. Right. So I'll get through to that. But I think this was really fascinating because um, Janie was very open about her uh, family led by two lesbian parents mm-hmm. and the challenges thereof of having children and all that they went through to have two beautiful children. Yeah. And we talk a little bit about juggling two young kids and running a. F- PR firm, one of Portland's most prominent publicity firms, and uh, also this incredible festival, food festival. It's a lot to handle, Mm -hmm. and um, she does a great job, and she's usually not the one, you know, the face of the food festival. That's usually her wife, Carrie, and Mike Thielen. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were really happy to be able to talk to Jenny. She had a lot to say. And you know, she's one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet and with the greatest smile ever. If oh, I yeah. if I had to if I was going on some show that required someone with a great smile to compliment you or me yeah. uh to win the prize. Right. Well hands J- down, you'd be the winner with Janie. With Janie. Yes. I would be the, right. we wouldn't be the winner with my smile. Nope. But uh oh, I, I mean, got dimples though. Yeah, you do. I've always had those you working do. for I me. I do underneath my beard. Do you really? I oh, do. You, yeah, I can see him right. You kinda now. see him, yeah. Yeah, but Jenny, I look at her smile. She still has a years in my Oh, she still has a Absolutely. Uh, and you can hear her smile coming through. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were really glad to have Jenny Huang on the podcast. And uh, we think you'll enjoy it. Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupans on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupans.com, eat well, put taste first, love your food. By Ringside Steakhouse. Owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks, their world-famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late-night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com today. By Portland Food Adventures. Tempt yourself with an incredible Italian food vacation with Astri Enzyme and a wonderful October journey to Bologna and Emilia Romagna. It's all at PortlandFoodAdventures.com under the Trips tab. Contact Right at the Fork host Chris Angelus for more information and special savings on these PFA food journeys. And by Gen Air Quality Appliances at Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance is your source for the best of Gen Air and associated brands, where you can check out the latest technology in appliances like Gen Air's remote access ranges with a host of other cool features for your upgrade or remodel. Gen Air and Standard, both staples in Oregon and Washington kitchens since 1947. This is a rare moment where you're just holding a teacup instead of um, strollers and all that stuff. I know. It's weird. I feel naked. Yeah, I (laughs) I came, this was the first time I came into Portland without my dogs last night. I left them with a 
a neighbor friend who just lost her dog. Um, and I felt so strange <laughs> last night without the dogs in the house. It was oh. really weird. Uh, I have friends who have kids graduating and they're like empty nesting. Oh, I'm like, what yeah. is that? Yeah, that that's a long time off for you. Can you yeah. foresee that? No. No, yeah, I don't But we think did so. start one of those college savings programs. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's got $5 Hopefully in it. Hopefully college will be less expensive when your kids are going. Hopefully we will have solved that. And it's not... Because at this rate, it's going to be $100,000 a year. I know. I'm crossing fingers, especially if he wants to go where his mom went, which is NYU. Then we're really screwed. Right. And you'd have to move back there to get yeah. residency to get yeah. any kind of break. That'll probably be $500,000 a semester. Yeah. By then. It can't be, right? <laughs> it just, it can't keep going that direction. Well, we can't have an economy. I don't know. I didn't think the, the housing market would happen like that either. Like, well, the housing market has gone up and down. It's not. No, but it's I, pretty expensive now. Yeah. Did you think in Portland? Everywhere. Are you talking about Portland? Portland, New York. Um, you know, I, I really don't want to see how much my apartment was now. Yeah. When I sold it. <laughs> but, you know, the economy's gone up. Yeah. And how does everybody afford to, to live? It's I have really no idea. It's a really interesting equation because um You have a lot of roommates. Yeah, people have roommates and Airbnb. uh, Airbnbs and I don't know. That wasn't the idea. I'm no. not. Let's not get into politics here. But <laughs> I never go into politics. That's one thing I never talk about. Do you do you pay attention to it? I have to. Well, you don't have to. My girl, no. my girlfriend really doesn't. <laughs> I, I've brought the negativity into her life because she, nice. she had it figured out. out to not watch it and <laughs> and pay attention to it. But on the other hand, I've tried that. I've done that very yeah. successfully up until yeah. this guy Barack Obama was running in 2008. Oh, I, when I moved to Oregon, I did it for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Didn't watch any news or anything, and my, I was the happiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> but. It's really hard not to pay attention. The only reason I am now is because once in a while you see a glimmer of hope, but now I feel like it's Teflon. Those glimmers of hope are just going to get shaded over. I honestly feel like I'm just watching a reality show, which is very sad. Yeah, a bad yeah. one. Bad one, a very bad one. A very bad one. And so how does it feel to watch that reality show with kids your age now? What do you... What? Well, it's hard, um, you know, since he's... I, I didn't think about... Since Carrie carried both of the kids, do I need to adopt them, even though we're married? When Trump got elected, we were like, we're doing it just in case yeah. something, some bullshit happens and he decides to overturn something. I want to be protected. I want our kids to be protected mm -hmm. that they are taken care of. Should something happen? Hopefully nothing ever. And the only reason you did that was for legal reasons. Purely. Okay, and we're, and it's all done now. Yeah, we're legally married, you know, but and that could go away could too. Could go away. Yeah, it's pretty crazy what's going on. Well, uh, we'll hope that it's turned around. So, um, you've lived a pretty progressive life. I mean, if you were to, if I were of all the people I know, and I was to think of this is this is the consummate Portland <laughs> progressive family. Uh, I have a few actually, but you and Carrie and your children now. Uh, very interesting. Um, you know, you, it seems to me you've, you're living a traditional life, but as a lesbian couple with kids. Well, you know, I like to think that we're just living a modern 
That's family what, life, that's you know? It's better that you said that than I, <laughs> so that you corrected me, because I didn't mean to sound... No, 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 just, I didn't think you did. Right, okay, good. No. <laughs> that's funny, because before we started <laughs> recording, you were the one that was worried about stepping on yourself, and I, <laughs> now I did. Um, but yeah. no, it's, mm, you're, it's, it. It, you all seem very happy, and of course I'm seeing it through the Facebook kaleidoscope. <laughs> Um, but it is pretty fun. Um, but you've got you're both very busy people. You have your your PR agency, Little Green Pickle, yep. that's been operating for a long time and doing very well, we, right? Still we, doing well. We wake up and we shake our heads like, how are we still around? And we just feel lucky. And it's because of this community. Everybody's great. Um, we love what we do. People love food and drink. Um, and you know, people need PR. People need new websites. I want to get PDFs, menu PDFs away from all restaurant websites. Oh, is that what they want to do? Yeah. They don't. Well, it's oh, hard oh, for oh. them to update. So, you know, a lot of old school websites. And no one wants to download the menu on their phone. <clears throat> I do all the time. I know because you have no choice because restaurants have made it that way. But I used to be a big pet peeve of mine being a web designer for 20 years. Uh, but and, and having the up to date menu and having it in HTML, I don't want to have to do three more steps to make it larger so I can read it because my eyes are getting old. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, need, I need a desktop now. It's hard to do it on the phone. Yeah, I need a bigger phone. Yeah, well, they exist. They're getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> um, so is that the first thing that uh, when you sit down with a new client, you're the first, jo- no, first order no, of business? No, no. So, um, you know, usually, lucky for us, we have not really pitched any business. Uh, if we, like, everyone that has become a client has been through word of mouth. Mm. Uh, it's been about almost nine years, almost 10 years. Um, so we've just been having fun and, and, and building a team, creating jobs. We just feel really lucky. And that's the best way to do it. And I would guess that all of the people that you biz- do business with are also friends. Yeah. And you can nosh with them too. For sure. And that's the best way to do business. I did that. I actually gave up my ad agency for the most part when I had to go out and start pitching people I didn't know. Um, <laughs> because the only way I enjoyed it for 20 years with clients that were great friends yeah. and it worked yeah. well. And, and don't get me wrong, like we pitched business, but we just didn't get it. It's just not the way to do it nowadays. You know, right. it's just, it's more fun, especially if you get to meet the person because in any type of work culture, right, you want to work with people you would get along with. Uh, and that that's the best way that we found business just through through other people that we like. Have you ever been in a position to, well, you just said it, but have you ever <laughs> been in a position to get a client that you kind of didn't like, but the money was good and you said, uh, okay, we'll take one. We'll see how this works. You know, I don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember from nine years ago. Uh, most of the time, if we're not taking business, it's because we're, our client uh, list is full and we really just want to be aware of how hard we work our employees and team members uh, because the last thing we want to do is burn anybody out. And we and we really try to do that work-life balance. It's probably why you see so much fun things happening on Instagram, and I never really post about work unless I'm eating or drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, small plug for me, hashtag wine with Channy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just try to put that out there, seeing if anybody wants to follow. Uh, but really just work-life balance is so important and all that. So you... That was a different equation 
before you had kids. Well, yeah. And, that's and, actually, for sure. and I actually got to go out and eat with you. That was so long ago. Too long ago. What was that, Via Tribunale or something oh like that? Oh, my God. That, that was, was the last time ago? we sat down and ate, I think. Well, it was at least five years because our kids oh, are it, one in five. It was more than that. Yeah. So uh, I think it was like 2010 or 11. Yeah, yeah when we first moved here. All right. So, um, but so that balance was a little different. Now, you're going to, I'm sure you find it pretty challenging to get to your clients and to your <laughs> friends. You got a ton of people out there who, are, you're, first of all, dealing with feast all these people are your clients not just little yep. green pickle yep. clients they're all so you have a really hard time getting around and getting to enjoy yourselves at those places and they're not all family places <laughs> right you can, and how do you feel about that that's a the third question in this one question but uh do you like to take your kids well, to nice restaurants at when, night when we first had taylor we're like, we were taking him everywhere. This is a non-issue. We were just going to do it. We were going to train the crap out of him. And right. he will learn how to eat properly at really nice restaurants. And then he turned one. So and then we kind of realized, okay, maybe we should take a break. Uh, but as soon as he turned two, we started going out again. And it was wow. great. Um, you know, Erdaneta, which is like a small neighborhood restaurant on, on Alberta, you know, you wouldn't think that they would be kid-friendly, but it is Taylor's favorite restaurant. Oh, we, cool. we are going on Friday to celebrate his birthday Maybe there. you can come to Spain with us. Taylor would like to go to Spain with those folks <laughs> if he's comfortable in their restaurant. He would love it. Yeah. He would have a great time. We've never, um, I've never thought about taking kids, but yeah. if they're well-behaved. Only if they're well-behaved, yeah, right? Yeah, but that's they're like the people. Is, that's the same thing as the people who walk into the dog park with a pit bull and say yeah. he's friendly, yeah. and the next thing yeah. I know, my dog is on its back with a... Like, right, you know, getting attacked. So right. most people are going to say, "My kid is just great at a restaurant." <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm going to take them to like per se or like right. any kind of crazy expensive restaurant. Because first of all, he's not allowed until he earns to like be able to eat at those restaurants. Right. Uh, or maybe he'll pay for it one day. Uh, dreams, hopes, and dreams. But now um, you've got a daughter, so it's starting now all over. Now it's four, and, and, and it's harder to control two. We took her to Laurelhurst Market with both of them, and one of us was not at the table most, most of the time. Of the time right. So now we're kind of like, oh yeah, maybe let's just stop this for a hot second. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but you know, once once they're a little older, we we want to make sure that they know how to be at a restaurant. And I won't lie, thank goodness for iPhones. I don't know what our parents did; they just didn't go out. I didn't have it. You didn't have it? Did I you go out uh, when you had kids? Man, I'm trying to remember. Well, we did, but we had the same right. thing. You, you go to well, like round it, table? It was we, then it was I. So, um, but yeah, we had a little, let's not do this anymore. I remember yeah. there was a while, I'm not traveling at all anymore. We're just staying home for because it was never fun yeah. for a while. So there's that realization. But you want to get out. I mean, those... I'm sure you are. I'm programmed <laughs> to want to go out. Well, You're a great to. cook. You're a great cook. I don't have that. I had, I had two and a half years of cooking in a kitchen. Um, now, Carrie, well, I'm sure you know the story. We moved here to open up a restaurant. Obviously, we did not do that. Um, so I, I, they just now have a personal chef uh, after cleaning floors for two and a half years. Uh, but we cook at home, but I, I, right now, there is no time. We are, we are eating out a lot during this time. Oh, especially at this time. Yeah. Although so, I did make pork burgers last night. 
Because sometimes it's a little meditative for me, so I'll just be able to kind of log off for a hot second, hang out with the kids, eat dinner, put them to bed, take a nap, and get back up in like a half an hour and work till 1 or 2 a.m., unless I really crashed and, or had too much wine. <laughs> and are you able to curtail that when you have to? The wine shouldn't be the problem. No, it's, it's more I'm just exhausted, especially yeah. if he's waking up at 3 a.m. because he had a potty accident. That's always fun. No, oh, that's still happening? Yeah. Oh. Every once in a while, not like every day. It's usually when he has chocolate. We need oh. to just remember that. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> but it's hard to, uh, you can't stop grandparents or babysitters from giving him anything when we are out. Well, that's true. And you have them around we do we are very lucky really lucky i don't think we could do it without them um carrie's parents have really helped us um be able to run these businesses really uh allowing us to have a date slash work night um whenever we really need to did you and you had date nights before kids i would imagine you didn't have to coin them that way no and so do you feel as though you have been able to grow your business since you had kids or are you just happy to maintain? You know, I, I would say when we were trying to have babies, cause you know, it's a little harder for, for two women to have them at the same time. Uh, I, I would say our businesses, you know, lucky for our amazing team, they were able to help us run it while we were having babies. Um, I don't, I don't think like we'd be able to do it without them. Um, and then same with, uh, oh. team feast the team just like handled everything while we were having babies but now now that 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 phase is over because i am not having any more babies we are done we can really concentrate and all we want to do is grow um, lgp we're currently hi- hiring a coordinator um, team feast has grown we just hired three new people in the past like three months how many people do you have now nine which yeah, that to me is incredible. It's still not that, that you many. Do that with nine people, <laughs> and we work on it all year round. I know it's a lot of planning. We try to pre-plan as much as we can, but for some reason, we like adjust. There's just a lot of stuff that happen, has to happen at the same time. How much can? How many? So how many years are you on now? It's, uh, it's we are on year. Oh crap! Uh, year crap! It's crap year. Eight, no, I seven. think it's, it's, it's a, year seven. Still, that's like remarkable eight. to think about. But so how many new problems can come your way? It's events. They're unforeseen and it involves people. Yeah. So yeah. and chefs, you know, and things break and we things are out of our control. It rains. It well, yeah, rain. I'm so, that's during the event. But now you're a month ahead of time. Oh. How many wrenches <laughs> can come into the mix two to three um, months ahead of time that re- that create Big problems. You're going to get, with any business, you, you know, get daily things. Chef changes. Things happen. You know, last year, sadly, um, was it last year or the year before, Franklin Barbecue, they had a fire at their two spots. Years ago. Two years ago. You know, we just refunded all those tickets, because, and everybody was super sad, but everybody understood. But, you know, you just deal with it. I'm like, oh, man, if anything, we were just like, oh, my God, I hope Franklin Barbecue is okay. Like, the right. whole team is okay. And Nobody got hurt. One of the nicest guys you can oh, meet, Aaron so Franklin. Nice. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. We all just, um, he, they made time out of their vacation to have dinner with our team, which how nice is that? Yeah. And we're just like, you know, just hanging out with Aaron Franklin. Mm-hmm. Cool. He's talking to me. <laughs> well, he doesn't, you know, 
He does. Uh, I, he spent a little time with me when I went down to Hot Luck, which, by the way, oh, that's a. Fun I don't event. know if it's blasphemous to say, but that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know it's why? Okay. I'll tell you why it was my favorite because it was all new, right? Yeah. So I've yeah. been to a lot yeah. of things here, and it was kind of s- small the first year, yeah. so you could. Um, I could talk to everybody, and there wasn't a long line for food. Listen, that that's just a compliment to us because we helped them kickstart it the first year. Yeah, um, yeah. So maybe we just outdid ourselves. No, I loved it. <laughs> I I say to everybody, Austin's cool, but hot luck. I don't know what it's like in year three or four, but that year I just had so much fun. I was down there with some folks from here too. Yeah, you know. I want to go. I want to attend it because I bet it's I thought just I saw awesome. You there. I was working. <laughs> oh, you want to attend it? Yeah, I, saw, I want to actually I saw be an attendee and not worry about the, check-in and tickets right. and badges and all the fun oh, things. Oh yeah, that's that we what get you were do doing. With. Yeah, yeah. You were handing me a cocktail. I was. I, I was welcoming people into <laughs> the event. It was. It was awesome. There and they're just a blast to work with too. Right. So that's so. all that you're not involved with that any longer. No, that's, no. Handed it, that off. It doesn't make sense for them to continue um, hiring us. Um, there's great event people down there. Right. Well, I would imagine. Yeah, and yeah. and the food market kind of. Um, uh, grows them. So yeah. there are a lot of people yeah. who get involved in different types of events and then could graduate to a feast or right. a hot luck because those are, those are big ones. So nine people doing this feast. Yep. I, and now also, so we, we kind of, all the fun different things. We ended up starting a new company called Team Feast Presents um, and Team Feast Presents, which is the, the nine people that we work together, uh, produces events now. So we are the team that produces Feast Portland. And we just took on uh, producing Taste Washington in Seattle. Oh, cool. You might have seen me uh, traveling back and forth with a couple people Well, you guys past gave, three weeks. You will, uh, Carrie gave me the heads up on June Baby, which I'd heard oh about. Oh, my God. But Everybody I, but knows I'd seen it, you but guys posting all these places. Uh, I got one fish. night. Which one should I go to? So that we ended good. up going there for brunch. Oh, and, is it good? Oh, and we got right in, sat right, got, so walked right in, sit right down. Do you remember <laughs> that song? It was great. Uh, yeah, I know it was fantastic. Oh, but, his food is just incredible. I just remember going to Solari uh, maybe three years ago because Taylor was two. Mm-hmm. So again, we took Taylor, two years old, finally could go out, and we took him to Seattle. And he devoured all the food at Solari. It was I think it's Solari, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Next door. Yeah. And it's just so good that when we went back to Seattle, I was like, are you sure you guys don't want to go back to Solari? Because I only went there once and it was three years ago. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we went to June Baby. It's, it's the so good. conundrum because there's probably, you got all the so Ethan Stoll restaurants you want to go to when you go up there and you did. I know. Yeah. Close yeah. to one. So, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Team Feast Portland, you've got, you're probably going to have other events in Portland that you can promote too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we're going to just hang on to just feast Portland and uh, taste Washington right now. Um, we, as, as I said, like we hired three new people. Um, it's kind of the reason. So we, we want to, we want to get the team really dialed in and, and have them at least go through feast first <laughs> as uh, three of them, three of them sort of uh, one who used to work with us uh, through an ad agency uh, is now full time with us. Um, so the three of them being on the production side through Feast is going to be fun to see because it's it's fun to see through their eyes 
everything that happens. So the nine, how many volunteers and um, freelance type people do you add? What does it take to put on Feast? How many people oh, total? Do you I, know? I or don't. Or can you guess how I, many I've people? A lot. We have awesome volunteers. There are people sign who sign up throughout the year, and then we get more and more uh, closer to the festival. We've got uh, tons of contractors, fuller events. Um, if you want anybody to build out a, an event like that uh, and help you produce it, it's them. Um, they also do like Hood to Coast, all the like Blues, uh, blues Fest all the things. Oh, nice. And then we have a lot of contractors, event managers who help us. Um, and it, there's a lot of people. So, um, because we have to, what are you most excited about this year? That yeah. might be new. <laughs> um, a couple things. Melty Fest, because this is our first kid event and our son has been asking to come to the festival every year mm -hmm. and so finally i actually even made him a t-shirt he is coming and he could not be more excited um it's it's gonna be like fun kid activities but like really good food like gabe rucker is like i'm not doing kid food I, i'm gonna do real food well, like because no, that's what so i cool serve he does my kid kids, food his right? way right yeah because that's what he serves his kids he serves his kids regular food what it well, what oh, so that's the eat? opposite of what i just said oh okay. sorry i missed that no, I was just saying, you know, he he does great takes on yeah. like a peanut butter oh, yeah, and jelly yeah, sandwich. Yeah, true, true, true. Right, but but, but yeah, the other no. way around, and I think that's important not to cater to the usual kids' mac and cheese, all Absolutely. the stuff, to teach them how to I eat. Mean, don't get me wrong, I love mac and cheese too, though. So. Well, yeah, that's a, now adult <laughs> food, right? That, yeah. that was yeah. kid food, but those of us have grown up. But, um, you know, it's like I remember... When I was a kid, Halloween was just for kids, and now right. out here in Portland, man, it's like forget that. It's an uh, it's Everybody's an adult holiday, and kids yeah, are yeah. you know maybe they'll yeah. take them out, but it's dangerous. Yeah, right. So, and then um, so yeah, you've got like Pete Cho, Peter Cho, uh, my Lovelace. They're all going to just do amazing food. So it it really is like I've I've I get to see the ticket sales and and see who's buying. There are definitely people who are buying like maybe without their kids or older kids because there's there's a youth ticket so that's under anyone under 21 and an adult ticket so when is that that is saturday i believe from four to and seven and there's still tickets for that oh sure are but oh. not many they're going fast wow that's that, so that's maya peter cho and gabriel oh there's even more like yeah, um, I, know, but I think just john gorham like, and john those are the those would be lucky us i mean not to just not to leave anybody off but if you were to say, give give me your four Portland All Stars, <laughs> that know, you no one would argue those four. They yeah. might say, hey, someone needs to be included. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, um, and it's uh, and you know presented by Tillamook, so there's like all the cheese, all the kids are gonna love it. Um, we have a band called Micah and Me, which is happens to be Taylor's favorite band. You got him into music. I don't even know how. I had a guitar in our room, and he played it once when he was one, and has not. Put it down. No. And now we have a whole music studio, and he might be getting drums in the garage this mm -hmm. Saturday. Mm -hmm. There's where your neighbor, that's going to be yeah. a different relationship. I blame Carrie you. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can always blame somebody else. I got lots of blame. To, uh, I took a lot of blame for yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, and then the, I would say the other event is the big feast. We that, which you've moved. We used moved. to be on Pioneer Square. Yeah, it's the grand tasting, but we felt like it needed a reboot for a name because it's going to be completely different and it's at the waterfront. It is like 
three times the size. We have sh- more chefs this time. Uh, so we've we've curated some uh, a chef program there. Um, Where exactly Heather on the waterfront? Um, near Salmon Springs. Like that's where the entrance is going to be. And the only know. reason why I know that is because I did the signage today. Yeah. Well, where is Salmon Springs? I'm sorry. I, for those, I'm uh, sure I think others it's like, don't know. Uh, Na- Southwest Naido Parkway and Salmon Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, it's down there. Like yeah. m- a lot of festivals mm-hmm. down there. Okay, great. I was, for some reason I was picturing the other side. I'm like, yeah, where can they yeah. put it on the other side? I know. Oh, well, that'll be cool. <clears throat> yeah. We're really excited. It's going to be beautiful. I mean, you've got the mountains, hopefully on a clear day. Mm-hmm. Let's all all hope that it does not rain. Um, and you've got the water and the bridges, and it's just I love Portland. It's so you, pretty. That time of year, you have been very lucky. Not over how many days have actually been rainouts? Like one. <sighs> well, we 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 do it rain or shine. Right, but how many days really have been like ah oh, shit? This would have been better. Maybe just a handful. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's Portland, so yeah. people expect. Yeah, something like that, something. And, and they're not going to stay home because it's raining. Nope. They're going to eat. No, nope. it's like you know, living in in the UK. Right, you just go out anyway. But it's no a choice. it's a wonderful time of year, and it yeah. It oh, can't, there have been days where it was just so hot. Yeah, and everybody was sweating, and I just felt bad for but all the chefs who had hot hot plates. I remember one um, brunch, uh, the brunch village yeah. that, under the tent. It was yeah. Uh, Pretty hot at or you know ten o'clock, eleven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but a one but a wonderful event nonetheless. And that was one where Aaron Franklin was serving food, and oh here God. you get to sit and talk. You know, my chat dad. With him. My dad got the last taco, and he sa- he was saving it for me. He tasted it, and he said it was so good. He wanted to save one for me, and I'm I thank my lucky stars today that he did that for me. He loves you. <laughs> I did that, so you know. Um, I now have a girlfriend, which is, you know, it's been a, a while for that. But here's love. I stopped into Rick's, Giancarelli's, uh Kingpin Lobster pop-up. Oh, I still haven't been. I got the last, it was 3 o'clock. I just walked in and, as fate would have it, wow. said, we got one left. Wow. And I had literally a one-inch bite. <laughs> because I've had lobster, made yeah, plenty of yeah. And I saved the rest for Renee. But I did eat all the Ipswich clams. <laughs> um, well, speaking of lobster rolls, that's great segue into East Coast versus West Coast. Yes, thank you. You see, so you should be I'm doing a, this for a living. God, what, do I work in PR? No, well, but I only learned from you Perry. should have your own show. You're a natural. No, no. You got a great voice. Oh, I have random. St- well, yeah. I, I will say there there might have been a uh, webcam that was on me. For at least a good month, and I didn't know it while I was working. Is that when but, you were when you were photographing Iron Chef? No, that was before then. It was like 2001, and they. <laughs> I'm not going to say the company because uh, they did it through the company's server, and uh, it. I we had about like 160,000 impressions. I would wow. say that's pretty good for like a webcam, and it was just me sitting there, working, so and just. Who People had webcams then that you didn't know I don't know. I don't know. It's 2001. I, I don't know who was watching this either. Well, but anyway, that's so. interesting. So East Coast, East Coast versus, versus West Coast, which I love because, I mean, the concept yep. is great because I can't, you can't take the East Coast out of me, but I've adopted Oregon. I feel like I'm, yep. a, I'm a very important <clears throat> Oregonian because I choose, chose to move here, as you did too, yeah. but it was, they were not easy circumstances to get here. So... Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, so lobster rolls versus crab rolls. Yeah, get ready for that. I'm all hey, 
You know, rolls are easy though. <laughs> so it's e- no, you can screw them up easy too. Right, but it's easier to love a crab. Sit, order a crab roll mm. and enjoy it. For mm. me, more than sitting out there for an hour and picking a tiny little <laughs> meat. So right then and there, I'm always when I'm eating, and I've I've enjoyed many crabs yeah. since I started this yeah. little nonsense. But usually, when I'm eating crab, I'm thinking, I wish this was lobster. <laughs> um, so there's that, but if they rolls, then it just comes down to the flavor and not the work. Yeah. So it's awesome though, and 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 the chefs like, and it's all fun competition, which is great because so everybody's different so competitions nice. too. East so Coast it's pizza versus West Coast. Basically, pizza? you know, I haven't looked at all the menu items. That was the one I remembered. Um, but it's basically there's an East Coast team, and they might not be from like. Their restaurant might not be in the East Coast, but they are representing East Coast. They're from there. Right. Um, or they do that type of food um, versus a team of West Coast representatives. So it'll 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 be interesting to see who will who will end up winning. Who's doing lobster rolls? Do you know? I don't know. I I've, I only know the menu items. Well, Rick should do them because he's got that. <laughs> he's got them down. You know, it takes a true East Coaster who, by the way, you know, automatically puts butter on them uh, as opposed to mayonnaise. And, you know. Your dear wife, do you know, I think it's the next town over, the the hot buttered lobster roll was invented in Stratford, I oh, believe. Oh, really? Connecticut? Yeah, Stratford. Huh. Not Mil- it might be Milford, but I'm pretty sure it's Stratford. I don't know. I'll have to ask Betty, Betty, uh, Carrie's mom. Yeah, she'll know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she'll have spots to go. I have my, I went back there um, a few months ago and my friend took me to his favorite lobster roll place in Clinton, Connecticut, huh. on the water. The view was fantastic. The vibe was great. And then when we were done, these are true food-loving people. <laughs> I said to Renee, he left, and I said, okay, now let's go for a real one. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went to Lenny and Joe's, and she agreed, but, you know, yeah, she's yeah. A- agreeable with me very often. So You know where Carrie never took me? Where? She never took me to any of the pizza places in New Haven. No. I know. What a jerk, right? No pun intended, yeah, because, because yeah, Tommy yeah, did pizza jerk. jerk. Let's pause here for a moment to talk about one of our favorite places to eat, Ringside Steakhouse, which is freshly, what do we call this, Chris? Freshly remodeled? I would, I would say you'd be safe in calling it a remodel. Yeah. And, and a little bit of a, a little bit, of, uh, let's call it enhanced, remodeled and enhanced. Love it. And by enhanced, I'm referring to the menu. So um, they have some new dishes on the menu uh that are pretty great i had the crispy octopus the other day yeah this is the crispy spanish octopus on the uh, starters menu yeah exactly and it also happens to be on the bar menu and so one of the things if anybody is familiar with ringside happy hour which occurs after 9 30 p.m and on sundays from four to five um, yeah, Sundays from 4 to 5. Um, Ringside's well-known for having, at those hours, one of the best happy hours you can find on the planet. But they've, they've always had a happy hour menu with some great bites priced between like three fifty and $6. You can get a hamburger. You can get steak bites, which are, everybody knows are fantastic. But they've now taken the bar menu, and during those hours, you can get half price on those that crispy Spanish octopus. You can get the enemy's steak tartare, uh, jumbo shrimp cocktail, anything on the bar menu, half price. 
during happy hour. So in addition to some new items on their menu, the entrees, check that out. We're not going to read them all out. You just need to go to ringside and check those out yourself. Yeah, and and, and, and part of the uh, enhancement that we were talking about, the sunken bar is now expanded. Right. So it used to be that just Jimmy could fit back there. And everybody knows Jimmy. But mm-hmm. now Jimmy and Andy, whom I met at Fish House, and now is over at Ringside Steakhouse. So two, two, they, they can fit two people back there. Your drinks come up faster, and it's twice as cordial as it was before. Very nice. Now, with all these enhancements and the remodel, there are some of those things that you love. They're still there. Monday is prime night, and they have their three-course supper specials. So the things you love still there, and then now more things for you to love. Right, and so Ringside, it's a classic in Portland for now 75 years. The Peterson family has owned it. So, um, you know, Portland's all about the next shiniest thing, but I would l- I like to believe that the restaurants that have stood the test of time are those that should be visited and on the top of everybody's restaurant bucket list. Ringside Steakhouse should be right there. That's right, and it's easy to set up reservations. You just go to their website, ringsidesteakhouse.com. So um, that's a sh- so you've never had a true white clam pizza. You, no. Have you been to Pizza Jerk here to have? A, a, I didn't a, have the white clam pizza. I didn't. I don't even know about it. I, well, you I do wouldn't it think there. to get it. But no, you have to go to New Haven, and you have to do all. You have to do a few. Yeah, Carrie didn't want to wait in line apparently. But that I got secrets reason. for that. I know how. To, I, oh, there are ways around should, that. Well, now I know, and now when we go back, we'll know. So I, I'll put a give away this secret. <laughs> if you want to go to Peppy's. Which is great, and you can get there at the right hour and not yeah. wait too long. But and I'm I think it might have changed. But you can go to Brantford, Connecticut. There's a place called Marco hmm. that the two guys ran Peppies for 15 years. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I think they might have since sold it. But they got yeah. it down. All right. And you can get a beautiful pie there. With and the lines are they have little lines, but it's a Relative. it's a little secret to enjoying well, that's that. Good to know. And the other one is um, I might be able to help get you into Modern, which has long lines. So call me <laughs> well, when you're I, back there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna pull that favor. Yeah, no, I I'll, anything would love, for pizza. I yeah, love pizza. Yeah, well, that and that's good to have an Italian bomb there with everything oh. on it. Yeah. You know what else I miss though? What Italian subs, like a good Jersey Italian sub. Yeah, where can you get one of those? I'm sure there are places so it would pop up I mean, in my mind afterwards. But Bunk Sandwiches does a good one. But like, it's there's something about being in Jersey. Maybe it's the water. Maybe it's the bread. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but there's just, I just miss it. Um, yeah, that's about all I miss about Connecticut. <laughs> lobster rolls and, and uh, p- some pizza. But see, I can get satisfied. Yeah, pizza now. here is, is, is good. Right, you the, can do pretty somebody well. Somebody called it Portland pizza now. Right, but right. I still, I'm sitting there with a white clam and maybe a clams casino with a little bacon on it back there. <laughs> And I'm in heaven, and it's worth the trip to yeah. try, yeah. by okay. the way. Well, so, I'm going to do that next time. So that's, do you get to travel back there often to Connecticut? So that's just to clarify, <clears throat> not everybody would know. That's yeah. where Carrie Carrie's grew from. up in Milford. Yep. And then you guys met at uh, Food Network, right? We did. We did. We, the first time we met, which Carrie never remembers, uh, we were, it was 8 o'clock at night. We were the last two in the office, and we met at the elevator. And then eventually we had a... A holiday party of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a boyfriend at the time. We flirted a lot. And then she told me she had a boyfriend, didn't know. And then so we decided, we, I decided, we would have a Pride and Prejudice year and not talk. 
unless we had to for work, which was always awkward. Uh, and then the year later, she basically, we got together and never left. Do you think, had you not had that elevator encounter, not anything would have happened at the at the party? Mm, I don't know. Because I, I look back, my whole life was changed by picking a three o'clock Spanish yeah. class instead of a four. <laughs> well, I remember it and she doesn't. So, and then she pursued me. I'm just putting it out there. She pursued, I, you're putting it out there. Because <laughs> only, I only say this, so it was really funny in my previous jobs. For some reason, straight people were out for me. And so my friend made me a hat. Straight people are out in quotes for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you wear it? For a little bit. I did. And ironically, and did Carrie see that? she did. And oh, I, there you go. I lost it the night we got together. Uh, so, yeah. There, what do you mean? You, you, oh, you I lost, lost the, the hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I didn't lose my mind. Well, no. Maybe I lost my mind a little. Yeah. So um, I don't want to delve into this. And uh, yeah, maybe it's a little uncomfortable to ask, but uh, was. Were you Carrie's first woman? She, you said she had a boyfriend. No, so. Uh, so she she had dabbled, you know, probably in college more mm-hmm. um, and was always curious about it. But um, I, I was her first love, probably. Oh, and, and only in last one, hopefully. Yeah, that's been, and how long has it been? <laughs> it's been 15 years and married for 10. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, we've been through a lot. We've had a whole lifetime together. Yeah, well, and... and um, I, you always, you, I've, oh, I've said this to you. I always get happy when I see you two together. You always seem so happy together. And, you know, I'm aware that things are different when you're with people and you're not, but you, it really seems like you're both extremely happy and comfortable. We're so weird. We spend (laughs) so much time together. And when we're not together, it feels a little off. It's like fine, but we're happier when we're all together. And especially with the other, the, the two kids now, like all we want to do is hang out together. <clears throat> That's probably the other reason why we don't even have date night that often. Cause we want to go with our kids. We just want to be with them mm-hmm. uh, and just grow together and have fun until they hit their hormonal stage and don't want to talk to us for a little bit. Hopefully not. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your experience? <laughs> you, you don't want to ask about that. Um, uh, you know, th- kids. Every kids are all kids are different, yeah. and you know, it's it's all changes. But it's a growth, like anything else. It's yeah. growth experience yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, kids are. Uh, I think you're going to grow as as much, if not more, than your kids will in that period. So, um, yeah. You know, you never know what's coming. Um, but yeah, no, I had one that was. Um, Oh, I've, I've always made a point never to discuss them on the podcast. <laughs> but no, one was a little more, they were both challenging in their own yeah, ways. But yeah. damn, I was a challenging father. They only had me. Yeah. I always felt sorry for them that there wasn't somebody else to uh, bounce things off of yeah, and yeah. to come to their defense or yeah. whatever it was. That, uh, so how do you two, how do you divvy up your roles as parents? You know, we just, we we just work as a team. Like I cook, she cleans, she picks up my mess. I say, thank you. (laughs) Well, what about the, what about the, um, you know, the, the, let's go back. I hate to say this, but the role that, you know, going out and throwing the ball with the kid and going, who, how are you doing that? I would say I'm the more handy one. We're both pretty sporty. Carrie played tennis in college. Um, Mm -hmm. I played sports my whole life. Um, to the point of my dad at at our wedding, his in his speech, 
Janie was sporty, like a boy. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was fun. And he had the whole crowd laughing. It was it was incredible. I always forget he's a good speaker. And were you you were laughing? Oh, or? we were all laughing. And yes. like the whole crowd knows it, and they all know me, and so they all thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely like if something needs fixing, it's more likely to be me. Carrie can fix things. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I just like to do it probably she bought me a tool set for my 40th birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> a workstation that's more than i have I good for you now <laughs> well, i know who not to call that not that i've actually used it yet right well I good had time now i know who to call to so you to break you in just to do you a favor uh, uh. so you can use your tools <laughs> <laughs> um uh, you know i don't i don't even know like whoever needs to pick up the kids if somebody else has a meeting she'll go or i'll go we just work as a team and we constantly probably over communicate at times and you know we fight every once in a while it's normal what is the uh, what is the thing that you've learned since being a parent that's the most surprising that you didn't force you didn't foresee that you've had to become good at or overcome you know I, i'll this is probably tmi but um being the person who did not carry and and I have no biological like attachment to them, but just how much I love these kids. Like I knew I would love them. Like they're kids. They're going to be my babies. Like, of course I'm going to love them. But the amount of love, like he gives me a hug and my heart just like feels full. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know what that feeling was before. Um, you know, my parents, I didn't really grow up saying I love you to my parents, uh, or, or them saying I love you a lot, like, you know, every once in a while. But um, I've now trained them to say I love you more often uh, because I know how it feels and I want to say it and I want their hearts to feel full. Well, and also um, it's it's beyond something personal for you. Yeah. It's teaching them yeah. to express themselves. For sure. And that's going to behoove them as they move forward in life. That yeah. you can say I love you, that a guy yeah. can say I love you yeah. and to you and not feel uncomfortable in front of other people yeah and i'd probably the other thing is just how scared i am of like doing something wrong and 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 i just want them to be good people and i i want to protect them in a bubble but i know i can't and so i have to let them go and and be in a different world and some bully is going to be like i don't like your 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 pepperoni stick is yucky (laughs) And it like breaks my heart, but he has to deal with it and it makes him sad. Yeah, but here's what a little bit of wisdom. I'm a few years older that I can say is that when we grew up, when I grew up, <laughs> the bullying was a lot heavier. There was no awareness of it. Yeah. There was no yeah. that it, there was no talk that it was bad and there was a way to deal with it. Yeah. So it's not as strong nowadays. I may be wrong, I'm not there. Yeah. But Man, the stuff we dealt with, and now, you know, people will jump in. So that's the challenge that you have. And yeah. your kids are still young, but yeah. when to let go and when not to helicopter. Right. Because right. the helicoptering, man, is leading to some real problems in this society. <laughs> but I don't know what you hand, mean. But it's, a, but it's a different world. So yeah. it's, I, I'm glad I don't have kids now. Yeah. Well, God, I... Like they're gonna grow up knowing how to use it. They're probably I gonna grow little, up knowing I mean, how to build kids. a computer. I'm gl- my, if, yeah, Mike. I'm glad I have sons <laughs> that are around, but yeah. I'm glad I'm not dealing yeah. with it in this generation. And uh, and talk about, I I tried to get them to go without electronics, Game Boys, yeah. for as long as I possibly could, and then 
that cat that, <laughs> that left that course left the barn and it never ended. So those are they're tough challenges. And nowadays, I mean, it's not just a Game Boy. Now it's everything. Everything. And I also don't want them to not know how to use them either, because that is gonna. How are they going to find a job in the future? We we don't know what the jobs are going to be like. So if they don't have the skill in terms of how to problem solve and figure out a new iPhone because they changed where the power button is, that 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 I think is an important skill. You don't think that's they're just going to be all set with that because they're well, everything's going to be voice act- activated anyway. But still, like just being able to problem solve, really. Yeah. Well, that's true, but the, you're you're technologically oriented, right? You're because pretty good. Because I was in front of a TV my whole life, and I played computers constantly. Where was your first computer game that you remember? Oh, God. It was like an Apple II computer, and there were just pixels moving around. It was just like was one it color. Pong? Was it Pong? Probably. No, there was also a Godzilla one. It was it was weird, but it, like it kind of looked like Godzilla. It was more like a dot, but um, yeah. I remember my ago. best friend got um, an Atari, I guess. Yeah. And they had uh, had Pong and um, Asteroids. Yeah. And I and seriously joust. remember saying to him, I don't know how you can do this this much, <laughs> which is pretty funny. So, um, <laughs> you know, the first signs of addiction were coming yeah. in then. But, oh. That um, was definitely me. I was in front. I was, and then I got into the Nintendo. So how would you deal with it now if Taylor's <clears throat> addicted and doesn't get away from it? I mean, you're just finding the right time for him to play, like setting it up for certain times of the day, making sure homework is done. I mean, that's kind of what we do with music right now, honestly. Yeah. Because if it was up to him, he'd be in that music room five. five. Yeah, but when he becomes 10 and then you're trying to set those parameters and and he's going to maybe fight back. (laughs) Listen, Uh, I am Tiger Mom, colon, soft serve, but I'll give in probably eventually, but I'm going to try. And plus, Carrie will balance me out anyway. Yeah, she'll that's probably true. Be, she'll probably just discipline him more than I will, because <laughs> I'll be playing the video games with him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, that's funny. I never had. I just didn't. I did some bowling with my kids yeah, sometime, but yeah. we went camping this past weekend. And that was your was it your first real camping experience? First real camping. Carrie's and my second time camping ever. So that was fun. And so did you buy all the stuff? You oh, we bought, bought so much crap. I even bought a cast iron um, grill to put on top of the campfire. And was, how did that go? It was great. I cooked, um, you know, Gartner's meat, mm-hmm. those those marinated short ribs. Right. I grabbed a whole bunch of those and we just grilled them on the campfire. It was great. It was Very delicious. nice. So how many days did you go? Three days. And Two were, other families, thank were God. Were you able to relax at all? Because we were... We were with two other families. We were. And like, you know, Evelyn would go to bed at seven and sometimes six 30 as soon as the like dark darkness came out and we would just hang out and Taylor was playing with the girls, the other kids. And it was great. It was weird. There was, and because there's two other parents, there's six of us taking care of these kids. And sometimes like two parents would just take all of them. And then the four of us are like, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm going to talk about the kids. Here. Yeah. Right? Talk that's, about the kids. Totally. <laughs> that's yeah. What you do. Talk about schools. Like what schools your kid in and what do you do during summer? How the hell does that work? Cause our kids is still a uh, full time at a pre-K. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it would probably, there was a podcast actually. I listened to you on that. 
the birthing was it a birthing I forget pet? What the was name it? of it I wish I could remember the name well, of it well we'll find yeah, find, find it, it and we'll put it in the show okay, notes great. so you can look that, and it was I really enjoyed it's not something I would listen to on a, on a <laughs> weekly basis but because you two were on it I thought oh this would be interesting and yeah. I liked listening to new podcasts it was great so it would take a whole episode or probably maybe a series but can you walk us through the process of um having children just yeah. deciding to have children and then carry carrying um how that how that all came yeah. about some of the challenges that you went through and the joys and the heartbreak <laughs> um you know we definitely knew we wanted kids and of course we started little green pickle and then we started feast and we're like okay let's just have kids now and we thought and we, most people put it off because they yeah. say they're too busy well, or they don't have the money and that's the thing right we didn't we definitely didn't have the money and um but we didn't want to wait anymore and, and our biological clocks are ticking and we didn't want to be too old when we had them and who knows what's happening to our eggs um so we decided to start and I thought I would go first because I'm one year, one whole year older than Carrie. Mm-hmm. So therefore I have less time. So we should start with me. Um, I had about five or six IUIs um, that were failed. And then we were like, okay, fine, forget it. Let's just go with Carrie and see what happens. And then, um, and it was a, a, a Caucasian donor because we thought we were going to implant me. And wouldn't it be fun to have a mixed baby because, you know, I'm Asian She's mm-hmm. Caucasian. Wouldn't that be funny? And so we, the white donor, it worked. And Carrie got pregnant. And I was like, all right, I guess we're going to have a super white baby. <laughs> oh, that's where that yeah, came from. Yeah, so we we no longer, we've kind of put away that hashtag since Trump got elected. Yeah. But, because uh, we just didn't feel like it was appropriate anymore. Um, but yeah, and, and th- that took like a couple years to have him. Um, Because, you know, while there was like six IUIs, you have to wait a month in between trying. Mm -hmm. And then after two years, we decided, okay, it's time to have another one. Um, I I want, it's me. It's going to be me. Uh, So we got, I I just started trying and and had like four more IUIs and it wasn't working. Uh, So we went to IVF. Like just, and and we debated because IVFs are expensive, right? Um, It's like 15,000 per session uh who the hell has that money um whether it works or not <clears throat> yeah okay um it's you pay for the bills the surgery it's basically a surgery cover that. no apparently it's covered in in other states but not oregon hmm. yeah new york good thing we moved uh, <laughs> um so we tried twice and then both times i, I like to call myself a true lesbian because both times they injected the sperm into my little eggs and the eggs completely disintegrated and mm. really did not like it. Um, so once that was done and, and the doctor even told me to stop, uh, which was good. And, and That's I loved, helpful because it's <coughs> yeah. not leaving it to you to anguish do- over it. They yeah. can keep going and, and Dr. Wu at OHSU is great um, for that. We're very grateful for her. Uh, so we decided, okay, let's find an Asian donor and implant Carrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to confuse everybody even more. Mm-hmm. And literally it was like the first Asian donor that met all of our qualifications. And we listened to, you get to hear his uh, voice. You don't get to see, you only get to see baby pictures. And it was literally a male version of me. It was mm. awesome. So we're like, okay, done. And then, you know, I think it probably took like three or four tries before it took with Evelyn. Um, and, and Carrie actually had a miscarriage uh, in between there. 
uh, a year later she was born. Wow. She is. And thank now you. they're thank you for sharing that. Oh, I sure appreciate thing. it. Oh God, it, we are so vocal, probably too too vocal about all the things. But yeah, I didn't know all of that. I yeah. didn't know the the story. So and it kind of worked out though, because if Taylor and Evelyn were two years apart, we would be completely different mm-hmm. structure. Um, because Taylor's five and or there's a four year difference. He's so helpful. Mm-hmm. He's potty trained. We're not doing diapers, double diapers. Right. Uh, so it's 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 made a big difference. And he seems like a helpful, he's a helpful sort. He's so empathetic and just sweet. And, you know, I mean, he had his moments. This morning we had to take away music all day uh, because he wasn't listening on the first try, which I don't even know if that's ever going to happen. But we can try, Mm -hmm. try, try, try. Um, But, yeah. What was he not listening to? Eating his breakfast. Oh. And then, of course, by the time we got to to the school, he's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, too bad. Yeah. And and I think about the things that my mom used to say to me. I'm like, I would just be starving for hours. She's mm-hmm. like, no. I would say, Mommy, I'm hungry. She's like, oh, me too. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think that's a good response to that. I am too. You're yeah, not the only me one. Too. Yeah, don't forget. Oh, that's interesting. So um, uh, what's left to do with Feast? What is it? In a, well, so by the time this... This will be released a week before Feast starts. So what's left to do in that week? What do you have to... And by the way, I've told you this. I think the graphics that you do, you're responsible for all the graphics, are just fantastic. Oh, thank you. Everything looks so wonderful. And you probably, the first year, made that look bigger than it really (laughs) was. Made Feast look bigger than it really was at that point in time. I can't take all the credit. Um, We work with an ad agency, uh, Pollinate. And we work together in setting up mood boards and talking through so many things, what words not to use uh, uh, when writing about anything. And they help us develop um, the look and feel for um, the website and um, the event IDs. And from there, I take it and work with Crowley, Emily Crowley and um, uh, some more people on our team to kind of put it throughout the whole festival crazy well it always works really yeah, well yeah i think but, there was one font one year that i thought what did they do that for but anyway <laughs> you can't please, hey, you can't all please the people everyone exactly and i i can't i get if i it's a good thing i'm a new yorker and and my mom's daughter because she has made me build a very thick skin and i'm like oh you didn't like it oh okay too bad yeah, well <laughs> yes you can't you, there's no way you're gonna please everybody yeah. on i mean i want to don't get me wrong well, but yeah, yeah but everybody it, everybody has their favorite color and you know it my my fun job is gathering now nine people's opinions about things and and try to gather to to make like the best looking brand that we can together because there really is no one person that works on anything. We are we've what we've discovered in the past eight years that we are better when we work together than alone, for sure. Oh yeah, I would yeah. imagine. But that's it's hard to um, yeah. to pare down nine people's opinions. But you end up doing. <laughs> you, here's the thing: you got a track record, so in the end, you can have confidence. And I think if I make this decision, it's probably going to be a good one. And uh, <laughs> Well, when you have nine, yeah. if it's yeah. terrible, you're going to hear seven times. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if a majority of the group is like, absolutely not, I, I will listen. And you have to be open-minded, right? right. At least that's what Carrie keeps telling me. Um, so, yeah, in terms of what's and left to do. And you got her, do, too. Carrie yeah. will chime in, I'm oh, sure. Oh, for sure. 
and uh, she usually tames me. Sometimes. So, so where does Feast stand in the hierarchy of food festivals in the United States now? Oh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think there's just a handful of us that actually do this for a living, and it's it's kind of crazy to think like Charleston Wine and Food Festival. Um, I still have another one I want to attend uh, and not work at. Um, you know, Carrie and I used to work on on New York City Wine and Food Festival and South Beach Wine and Food Festival. Um, that was fun to not work on mm-hmm. in South Beach one year, and I got to be the, I, I called myself the trophy wife. I made some executives laugh really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that was fun. But, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of Pebble Beach, there's Hawaiian Wine and Food Festival, but, you know, every every single one of them is great, and they're just different, different experiences, different cities. There aren't a lot of them that can claim to have this incredible food community or and incredible food community as their home. So in other words, you know, if uh, Phoenix did it, did a food festival, and maybe they do. Yeah. It's not a food, it's not necessarily a food city. You don't think yeah. of it that way. I mean, there are great restaurants, but but Portland yeah. has a brand. Portland Absolutely. itself has a brand Absolutely. that you've married to nicely to Feast. That's and what I'm trying to say. Honestly, I think that's the reason why we're so successful is because of the community here, the, community, the food and drink community in the U.S. period and, and sometimes internationally. Um, everybody is so friendly and so great. Um, we've just been really lucky. Uh, and, you know, if you're not nice, you don't have to come. And <laughs> I, th- I would imagine that the chefs who come here really enjoy some different experience, how, how supportive everyone yeah. is yeah. of everyone else. If someone's equipment goes out, oh, it's yeah. replaced, or there's something in line that day because of social yeah. media, you can yeah. put it out there. There's like an ingredient or like, where can I get this? Everybody is so helpful. Um, you know, I, it, this, this because of, of Portland and the community is definitely one of the reasons why we're successful. So sure. where do you think Portland and Feast Portland are going to be in the year 2030? Oh, I don't know. We're going to have all like flying cars, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Self-driving anyway. Self-driving. Maybe we'll do it in space above Portland. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that I like that I made Court laugh. <laughs> well, I think that's something he would, we, well, we would all enjoy. Just the, It's not at the south waterfront. It's yeah, going to be about yeah. 20 miles up. And yeah. you just, we'll just talk to Elon Musk and maybe he'll like help fund it. It'll be fun. That, and it's all about the food. Yeah. 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 What is he doing with food? We Nothing yet. Well, he's um, he put the first beer in space. With Bridgeport Brew. Brew. Oh, he did? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, Maybe last year. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listen, it seems like uh, our time is up, and I, yeah. that's a sad because I knew I was really going to enjoy this conversation <laughs> Thank with you. Thank you so much for having me on. It was so fun. Uh, I, you know, I always enjoy talking to you. Yeah. Well, we don't, We always, it's usually Hi. five minutes here. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'll just talk to you later. <laughs> we, and as I said, it's been since Via Tribunale since we sat down and had a meal. We need to do that. I know. It's too long. Sooner. Well, at we the should, coast. We should do a double date. I'd love to meet your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, absolutely. She's meeting a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm assuming I'll see her at least. Thank you. Yes, feast. you are. Of course. Yes, you will. Yeah. You'll see her at the grand, uh, the, big what, the big feast. Sorry. Yeah, please. And, We're all uh, doing it at the office. We're trying not to. I don't know if you're going to the Spanish dinner. No, I which don't. Which I love that lineup. I, That's going to be I, awesome. I know. There's like 20 tickets left. I want to go to that one so bad. There are but tickets left. <clears throat> not, not many. Wow. So what's that one? We may <laughs> The Vaguely well... Spanish. That's a fun size event. Vaguely Spanish, right. So you've got, as I understand it, Jose mm-hmm. and uh, 
John Gorham, and of course, Javier from yep. Urdaneta, who we <laughs> mentioned earlier. And who else? Uh, um, I, I should I'm not know the putting list. you on the spot. But anyway, the best, <laughs> the best way to know is to go to the Feast Portland website and look up the Vaguely Spanish, and you'll see us there. Are you going to be able to get there on Sunday I don't night? know. I hope so, because like, I just want to go to a dinner one day or a fun size event, but I'm usually working at the main events, helping out. We have a, uh, we scheduled a, we didn't think it was going to piss you off too much because your dinners are all <laughs> sold out. But we scheduled a dinner at Arizzo on Wednesday oh, night, awesome. the eleventh. Now there's a more. P- there's enough PFA people. for eighteen people. There's, so there's enough. There's enough people here to go around. Absolutely. We oh yeah, you can't get pissed off no. if anybody else is doing. This is part of the community. Everybody's having dinners. Right. Great. Well, if you didn't have them all sold, we said, well, we'll stay. And besides, <laughs> you want to stay away from that. Generally that week, but we thought eighteen seats at the restaurant yeah, that just got that. has either young guns and yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that's that, awesome. That should be pretty cool. So uh, this will be the first year I get to really enjoy the festival in five years, where I'm not off somewhere else on Monday. So um, I usually kind of took Saturday and Sunday lightly, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you call lightly. But not going to see things within moderation, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, but anyway, I'll look forward to it. And again, thank you for taking your really valuable time off from your kids and your wife and your businesses. Well, thank you. On a, on a Tuesday afternoon. Thank you. my pleasure. I'm sorry, it's Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yeah. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, it well, doesn't matter. No sleep till feast. Yes. <laughs> That's, that, we'll end it on that. Thank you. Thanks. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Right at the Fork.